Hey guys, how are you? How's everybody doing? Welcome to Run Planet. This is your host, Arthurs Bregas. And I hope you are having a great week. Uh, it's the end of the weekend, whatever you are around the world. I uh, hope that your training has been going well. I hope that you are doing uh, the best that you can. Uh, I wanted to talk about uh, in this episode, and the, I know sometimes um, people like to go to different places to train and things like that. So what I want to talk about today is uh, ability to, to um, you know, benefits of training camps or going to high altitude so or just getting away to some places to switch your training sometimes. Um, so the most important thing I'm going to talk about is, yeah, like what are, what are some of the biggest benefits of going to a training camp as a, as a runner? And before I get into that, um, a lot of times, not everybody's going to be able to go to a five-week training camp, whatever, you know, people are busy, we have families, we have work, job, things to do, so it's important that, you know, as you guys just see what works for you and apply it to, to you, because everybody is different, um, but obviously a training camp is, is really something um, a nice addition to your uh, training okay and I always like to go when I go we'll do my training camps with my wife uh, we like to usually do a five-week stint and if we're gonna do it on altitude then we do a five weeks about five weeks is like the optimal time that we like if it's more if we have more time and there's more time available, such as we want to escape winter and things like that, then of course I would say that we strive for seven to eight weeks and those are during the winter. And then of course, uh, having some sort of a test race when we come back from the altitude. Um, and one of our favorite places and, and also want to talk about in this episode is about, you know, how do you prepare for, uh, for the whole training camp, where do you go, what are some nice places, and um, you know how to make sure that you don't get injured or uh, when changing environments. So, because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you a real quick story. Um, in 2013, uh, when I went to a high altitude for the first time in my life, I had no idea what high altitude was. I mean, all I knew was just like, hey, I'm going to Kenya. I'm going, you know, I was going with one of my um, um, friends at the time um, and we just went first time and <laughs> we booked for two and a half months. We're like, let's just get out of, out of here, Chicago, and go for two two months. Like we didn't, we didn't, we never had any experience of going to high altitude. So we didn't know um, in terms of maybe how we should correctly to train there, uh, you know, we were just on a, on a high horse, okay? So we, we did... The main thing is that we knew that we were going to Kenya and where the old best runners in the world trained. So that was really exciting. Um, I remember getting on a plane, arriving there. And, you know, the, of course, the first thing that we did when we, when we got there was uh, we went for a run, right? And obviously, if I look back now, I probably should have just rested that day. But anyways, we got so excited. We went for like a... 30 minute run just drill around like just check out some places and, and it was just breathing was so difficult but the air was so fresh I still remember up to this day um, so anyways and then we just 
went back and fell asleep. Uh, and the first time I got injured at high altitude was uh, on like day eight. And I remember like uh, not knowing at the time, you know, this was, um, I should have knew it, but you know, uh, I guess you learn, right? Um, we went into like 100 mile weeks right away. You know, we were of course already in training and in decent shape, but, but all of that, we did not listen to any anything. We just started running and running. The excitement took over, right? Um, so it's very important when you go to high altitude. Uh, very important that in in the first week, let's just say you are going to go for four weeks or uh, five weeks training camp, uh, and you are going to altitude, for example. Uh, I would say that the most important uh, week is week number one. Okay. In this week, uh, a lot of things can be done wrong, okay? So your whole point should be, uh, of course, you are traveled from some place to some place. So now you need to get start in, in during that one week. You just need to get into good rhythm, eliminate all the stresses, and just kind of settle in, okay? Settle in and make sure that you don't push too much in the first week. There's no reason. I know that there, you're going to have an excitement, okay? You're going to be too excited because you're going to be like, wow, look at these mountains. Look at all the great things around. It's just like runners everywhere. Oh, there's Mo Farah or, or like there's somebody else. Or whatever you're going and, and you know, you're going to see uh, athletes from all over the world, Olympic champions, medalists, um, so it's important that you don't get too excited. So the first thing is first, like, just get in a good groove, relax, you know, find where you're going to be doing your, your workouts, where you're going to be, you know, how you're going to be uh, purchasing your food and things like that. Maybe you, they provide food. So this is all the logistical things, which you already probably planned before. But still, just make sure that the first week is all about easy runs and really no workouts, in, at least in the first four days. And if you really feel up for a workout, maybe a, some sort of like just a small fart lick or, or a small tempo run. And again, not at your full blast, just a little bit more easy, okay? So the first week is really just get in a good groove and understand that you still have four more weeks to gain the benefits, okay? The first week is an adaption phase, okay? Very important. Make sure that you're eating good food, uh, drinking a lot of water and this is a big one at altitude hydration hydration and, and hydration another okay and make sure that you take in enough iron even before you go to high altitude training okay a lot of times people are uh, anemic they they don't you have to go measure your ferritin and you have to go measure your uh, iron uh, okay so your ferritin is, is is a is a number that you can get uh, tested it's very important because it will show you how much stores do you have of iron so maybe you are already anemic and you you know you you need you're gonna need ferritin to produce uh, red blood cells which is the whole point of going high altitude and if you don't have that you're not going to gain the benefit from specifically from that perspective you're still going to gain benefit from being at altitude but it's going to be much more difficult for you to train okay so make sure that you always Go get uh, your ferritin levels measured and, and a strive. Find a number that works for you. Uh, um, like I said, a good number is anywhere from 100 to 150. I think if you're in that number, you, you are safe to go to high altitude and you will have a productive training camp. Uh, 
and that is if you're going for five weeks anyways so the first week is just really taking it easy and and even if it is not a high altitude then i would still say the first week is is, is still going in a training camp it's just kind of getting adjusted knowing where you're going to be going and just kind of building a nice little bit of momentum going into those next four weeks and the next four weeks is where you are really starting to you know you you every your goal should be to get better every single week okay add a little bit more a little bit more because you will hit fatigue at maybe week two even three there and you know uh and maybe last few days before you leave high altitude you want to start already like and and a lot of times it'll be a race week so maybe yeah maybe you will be leaving on like thursday or friday and so that last week is already you're taking it easy a little bit so so really plan on 21 days of kind of like real hard training um and then that last week um think of it uh, as a i like to say that think of it as a sandwich if you do a five weeks right easy three weeks hard and easy again okay so we got that um perfect execution out there and then you're going to your race and hopefully you're seeing a big pr or a big uh, performance or 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 maybe that's a starting point of your season where you see where you are and then you go from specific you start you returning back to sea level or perhaps you're so excited that you go back to altitude again in a few weeks so there's just so many ways that uh, athletes do it nowadays some people live at altitude all the time some people take two trips per year some do three uh, it's just what works for you and you kind of have to figure it out what, what you enjoy um, personally personally I like five weeks the most I think I've gone we've gone like seven before and, and things like that but I think seven is a little bit too much uh, Five weeks is, is, is great because, like I said, I get to execute that 1-3-1 uh, approach uh, on weeks. And I, it, it, and I really can work hard in those three weeks. Because to be honest, you know, uh, first week is usually, for, for in our scenario, you know, if we go to Kenya, uh, then we get to see our family, you know, my wife's family and stuff like that. So the first week is just, you know, it's just more like, hey, you know, let's greet each other, relax. It's not so stressful environment because it's week two, three, four, you know, we're not, we don't, we're going to be doing 100 mile weeks and there really isn't much time to go and, and visit people and see things, you know. And then maybe that last week we also make, you know, one or two trips if we have to. Um, and of course, I, this is on our side. I don't know. You know, it's important that make sure that you, the the main importance here is that you don't overcook the first week. If you overdo the first week, your whole training camp is is pretty much a miserable experience, and the race will not be a good one. Uh, so please take time, relax, enjoy the the fresh air. Um, you know, eat well. Is one of the amazing things about going specifically if we're talking about Iten Kenya is the the great food that they have is just unbelievable to be honest with you I love it uh, they have everything is fresh uh, fresh food um, you, you got that fresh air you can get a massage uh, you know usually for um, for usually be five bucks you know so 500 shillings um, usually one hour real good athletes massage it allows you to train the, the the you can there's just so many good things you know like if if you have a good setup up there i would recommend you guys going to Iten uh Kenya that's one of my favorite places my second favorite place is is, is Flagstaff um 
I really love Flagstaff. And one of the reasons why I love Flagstaff is uh, for the, it basically, it allows you to have this, this, uh, you know, live high and train low type of um, place with a relative short amount of time of driving, which not all of these places have that. but this place, you can go to Camp Verde or Sedona within 30 to 35 minutes. And that's great because you can be at a sea level uh, within 40 minutes. You know, let's just say 45, worst case, right? But that's still a really good relative time because then you can get the benefits and still be able to work out at your sea level paces, which I think um, a lot of people nowadays are, that live mm-hmm. in Flagstaff um, are doing that. Um they are, um, you know, driving there once or twice a week and doing the main workouts at sea level. Uh, and the studies have shown before, um, to be honest, that is probably the best way, uh, the best way um, to get better. I will live high altitude and train at sea level um, for your hard workouts. And that's, that's the golden magic. Um, and uh, that's why I love Flagstaff. Also, I love Flagstaff for Lake Mary Road, for Buffalo Park, for just the environment is, is amazing for running. And it's just a great little town. Uh, you know, you two hours to Phoenix and you, you got Sedona. I mean, you got a lot of things happening there. And, and it's just but it still feels like really enjoyable. It's a much different vibe um, than it can Uh but again, it's it's different, okay? So that's that's what I, I do like it. Those are my two favorite places. Now, another place that I would like someday to go and actually train, it's not as high, of course, but, and I'm sure some of you guys have heard it before, um, is St. Moritz in where a lot of athletes go in during Diamond League in, in European tour in, winter, in uh, summertime. Um, they stay there. You know, it's a really nice place. It's not as high. It's about, uh, you know, six. It's same as Colorado Springs, so about six thousand um, feet, give or take. Uh, so it's still nice high altitude. Uh, so I think a lot of times where people just need to still uh, maintain their shape, or just maybe they're in, in Europe for the next two months, and then they, you know, they don't have a race for three weeks. Boom, they go to St. Moritz, uh, practice for three weeks. You know, that's kind of like high altitude again, and then they continue running the diamond leagues and other races that they have in mind it is a little bit more on the expensive side uh same more switzerland but it is the most beautiful place uh for what i've heard from my friends and athletes that go there uh a very fantastic place uh so i strongly encourage you guys if you ever get a chance and i will haven't gotten my chance yet i would love to go and visit saint moritz um for training purposes of course and another thing that I, I've heard really good things about is Ethiopia. And that's the one thing that I have not gone yet as well. And uh, it is on my bucket list. Just different culture. I heard they have the best coffee ever. And I love coffee. Um, so those uh, Ethiopia is in just to be able to see their distance uh, culture, uh, how runners are. I'm sure I would learn something that I don't learn from the Kenyan culture and vice versa, or when I go to Flagstaff, or when I go to Switzerland, uh, every town um, or every country has its own culture that comes with it, and you really get to learn uh, so many things about it, and you never, and you never really forget about it, you are always uh, 
bringing that with you to the next experience in your life so it is fantastic um i would say that you first time i went to kenya um, i came back with a different perspective in life and and it just it was just a life-changing uh, trip uh, and i think it's very important uh, ever since then i've been to kenya about 10 times in my life and it's just like i make it a part of a part of my trip every year that you know we are trying to go see family my wife family and then of course we are trying to get some training in so really we are enjoying what we do and uh, Kenya is our favorite place always has been always will be uh, but that doesn't mean when we are in America we like to go to Flagstaff uh, so I, I really recommend for you guys to you know go out there you will love it um, and uh, Colorado Springs and Boulder is uh, we've been there also before. It's it's a very nice place as well, uh, especially Boulder. But uh, one of the downside, I'm not gonna say it's a downside to be honest, because we're so much concerned about like you know like you know, what's the right altitude that you need to be to gain the biggest benefits. Well, listen, if you're gonna go for a week or two, it doesn't really matter where you go as long as you soak in the experience, the camp, and you know you just you you become um, re-energized in your training or you take your fitness level up a notch when you come back home. So it doesn't really matter. But if you're going to go long term, uh, I do like to go at 7,000 feet, um, which is Flagstaff and, um, and 10. And, and of course, Ethiopia even higher. But um, there's been a lot of good results done with just even, you know, type of Denver, Boulder, um, um, some other places around the area, Colorado Springs, which is a little bit lower. So anywhere from five to six thousand. But still, um, you know, uh, still altitude, still going to get you better. But we're just, you know, we're just talking about if you want to see how much benefit you will get. Because at the end of the day, guys, you know, you, you are getting you, you, all the reason you go to high altitude is, is, is to get a boost in your fitness level and to enjoy the scenery. Because, you know, the, the prettiest places, the best looking places in the world are like the high altitude mountain towns. You get the mountains, the dirt roads the fresh air and I mean the whole thing is just like compound effect of you like um, you know even even if you mess up some of the training you know you do something wrong you still come back faster and you still enjoy things because you've just refreshed yourself you're looking at a different perspective and and, and you're really enjoying those towns you know uh, because it, they're just different and, and when you travel you you enjoy you meet different runners you get to run with different runners uh the weather is always really fantastic uh for the most part i would say in those towns so yeah um it's very important guys if, if you're gonna go to like i said if you're gonna go to high altitude or a training camp uh it's it's important that you don't overcook the first week uh, take it easy don't push especially if you know you're gonna be there for four more weeks there, what's the reason for you to rush it because if you can get it, like how I went the first time, I got injured for like six weeks. And, and then the whole thing is just not as fun. Um, so, but live and learn. So I want you guys, I want, if some of you guys have never been to there, hopefully you're listening to this episode. That way you are, um, and they always say like, learn from other people's mistakes. That's what makes you smart, intelligent. So I hope you're going to be smart and intelligent uh to when you go next time to high altitude that you make sure that you do all the things that we talked about in this episode 
um, make sure that you check your iron levels and, and check it like a, even a month before you go because that way if you're low you can take some iron supplements and, and, and still be okay to go to, to the camp otherwise you know you cannot get them ready iron supplements in, in one week you need you know you, you need to take it for over over time so th that's why it's so important and then when you arrive there you know familiarize with the place uh, get in a good groove then you go three weeks good and then one week again before your race and then you race uh, so that would be and always one of the important things if you're going to go to high altitude try to go there when your shape is already good uh, very hard to go to high altitude if your shape is not good because you are going to double struggle not only that you're not going to be able to perform good training sessions but you're going to be tired all the time because you're still not even good uh, at sea level so at altitude it's just like additional stress that you really don't need at the time so i always look at it that altitude is is the, the is the cake um, the cherry on the cake okay it's uh, like i said it's the the pudding it's the last thing that you need uh, don't think of it as like, wow, if I don't have altitude, I cannot be competitive. I used to, it's not the right way to think guys. I think it's important to think that this is the last thing. If you can, if you are in certain shape right now and you're looking for that, you know, that next level type of thing, one, 1%, 2% movement, you know, which is huge, you know, you're talking about like maybe 20 seconds in a 5k or, you know, even, or you're looking at like, um, uh, and anything like a 30 seconds, in a, in, a, in a 10k maybe a minute and a half or two minutes in a marathon those are really big minutes uh for the better you get the more those minutes mean uh okay so yeah i uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode uh and hope that you consider those, some of these places and if you have some other ideas uh, i'd love to hear from you guys you know some other places that uh um maybe next time i'll cover a couple other ones that i've heard from my friends that are really good too uh and then um yeah i'll see you guys on the next episode hope you really enjoy this one take care have a good day